you have just been invaded by. Hey there, guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room, and you're listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch on the 30th of March 2021. In today's show, we're going to be chatting about the Neo Geo Pocket Color Collection Volume 1, the release of no less than 700 early PlayStation 2 builds, two new handheld gaming consoles, Super Monkey Ball kinda coming back, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles also kinda coming back, Asterix also kind of coming back and a brand new streaming console hybrid the pie packer coming to kickstarter all of that on today's episode with my co-host grizzly cryden and special guest smiley dave if you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode then please do consider becoming a patreon or youtube member and if you have any particular stories that you would like us to cover then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on discord plus if you are listening to this podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world then please do give us a little review as it really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers anyway enough of the plugs let's get on with the show let's start this thing and welcome everybody to slopes cast apologies for being away for a couple of weeks but it's all Grizzly's fault. No, no, it's all good news. Uh, Grizzly, why have we been away for a couple of weeks, mate? Right, so I had to take a bit of a hiatus because um, I was moving house. Um, it yep. took a... It was something I've been uh, wait, waiting to do for some time, um, but now I am here. It's a lovely, lovely place to live, and mm-hmm. uh, I've got my nice new game room of which I am casting from today, and I am really much uh really much appreciating it right now especially looking over and seeing stacks and stacks of mega drive games <laughs> when you've got all your games laid out all on nice shelves it's really something spectacular isn't it nothing so quite nice. like it no. when no. i when i finally moved from my small flat into a, a bigger house and i actually got all shelving up on the wall and i could display my mega drive games again it was like oh wow hang on i've got echo the dolphin three times like yeah it's exciting <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the only person we've got in this chat tonight, guys. Uh, as stated, for people that are listening to this on podcast services around the world, people watching live will already know. But for everybody else, we have Smiley Dave. Introduce yourself, Smiley Dave. Hello, uh, cats and kittens. I'm Smiley Dave. I do comedy videos on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. And I've been known as the Karen Slayer for the last year, <laughs> which I have taken on. I absolutely adore that. Um, yeah, I just uh, I do, I do, I do me the funnies. And uh, I've known Slope for quite some time. Uh, We used to DJ together at Download Mm -hmm. Fest Festival. And now I am here. Oh, and I also host the Rock the Week every Thursday on the Heavy Network, which is basically Nevermind the Buzzcocks meets Shooting Stars for all those from the UK. Uh, For anyone else, it's a music show, which is nuts. And we have a wrestler on this week. Well, oh, nice. check that out. Check that out. Yeah. And um, yeah, so you can go follow him, go to any of the search <laughs> engines, whether that be Twitch on Facebook is the big one, but YouTube, Instagram, all those things, go and search for Smiley Dave and you'll go and follow him. It's very, very funny content. Uh, I don't get bad people on my podcast and he's definitely <laughs> worth checking out. And uh, quickly before we go ahead uh, again, for people listening around the world, apologies for my voice. Uh, <laughs> I had a shouting match with my daughter and she obviously one now let's get into our first topic of conversation the neo geo 
pocket color selection. This is yet another selection of retro games uh, aimed at one specific console coming out for the Nintendo Switch, which is easily becoming the most retro injected modern console, I think, in the history of gaming. Um, yeah, like I said, this is yet again another selection of games. Uh, so how many games have you got on this one, Grizzly? So uh, it's fully in one. Uh, so we're looking at yep. a collection of 10 games, and that includes SNK Gal Fighters, Last Blade, Samurai Showdown 2, Fatal mm -hmm. Fury F Contact, SNK versus Capcom, Metal Slug 1 and 2, Dark Arms, and Big Tournament Golf is, the, is your full list. Um, great little selection of games. I mean, mm -hmm. when you have a Neo Geo Pocket Color, or when you, if you bought one back in the day, these are pretty much the games that you get. Um, I, in fact, I don't know what exactly they have left to put on here, apart from Sonic Pocket Adventure or Card Fighters Clash. Um, it wouldn't have been fantastic if they got that on there. I'm sure they will. Uh, it's it's only a matter of time. I mean. It depends on the licensing side, surely, because as much as Sega has a has a part in there, because it's got that Neo Geo Pocket name, surely there's there's a bit to it there as well. Yeah. I, it besides, it's it's Sega. There's a good chance that they're already going right. How do we how do we release an old game we that we haven't released for a long long time? Oh, for money, sure. Money, money. For sure. So I actually have this. Um, I is that typical review ways of these these things go. A, come, a guy gets hold of me and goes, "Hey, do you want to have a look at this and do it for a review?" I said, "You know, I'll do it as a live stream, maybe." And uh, yeah, he um, says, "Okay, where are you from? The UK? Oh, we don't do the UK. Get hold of this company. Right, cheers." So then, get hold of another company. Finally, comes out. Everyone reviews it, and then they finally send me the code. So I've got the code. I've had a little play around with it. Now, it on an emulation standpoint is utterly like crystal clean absolutely crystal clean it looks fantastic the um uh thank you very much jesus uh jesus christ posed for following there um it has uh you can actually see the console around or you can actually zoom in you can add little filters all the typical things that you would find on these retro collections um for me i'm not the target market even though i love me, me some retro games and the metal slug games on here are different enough to be well worth trying out compared to the original arcade classics i'm not a big one-on-one -on -one fighter so that doesn't really leave me with much to play in this collection you have metal slug one metal slug two i don't like rpgs either which basically means i've got metal slug one metal slug two and a golf game and everything <laughs> else there isn't really they're not really for me they're, they're okay to try out you know king of the fighters last blade that sort of thing but uh, uh. It's nice for what it is, but if you're not into one-on-one -on -one fighters, there's not a lot here, unfortunately. Um, for what they're doing, it's brilliant. You can open, you can have a look at the boxes, you can have a look at the manuals, and it's got a beautiful little uh, 3D thing where you can turn it around and look at the back and front. If uh, people remind me, I'll give a little uh, live demonstration if they like after the um, uh, podcast. But yeah, like I say, for me, there's not a lot to play, <laughs> if I'm honest. Can I, can <laughs> and, I just issue like a, a little bit of appreciation here because we're watching the trailer in the mm -hmm. background for people who can't watch and one of the things i absolutely love is that for every different game they're showing there's a different uh color of neo geo pocket in the background so you well, see you, you can actually cycle through those for any game you play that's so cool i mean it's beautiful you it's really, really nice the, 
the Super Game Boys or anything like that. So I, I really like that because Neo Geo Pocket Color has got more variations than it has games. It's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah, not far <laughs> off. Yeah, they actually. Um, so you can have a look at the front and the back cover. You can like spin it around in like a three D form. Then it opens up, and you can actually look at the game inside a plastic case. Turn that around. Take that out of the case and look around that. So it's it's quite nice it, in that sense. Like. They've done everything they can, but there is only 10 games on here. And I do feel like, considering it's a pocket system, maybe they should be adding a few more than 10 games. But um, what does they've it, done, they've done well. Does it do what? that annoying high-pitched beep um, to simulate when you don't have the battery charged in the in <laughs> the console? Uh, I mean, I haven't played it a lot, but not that I've noticed. Not that I've noticed. Damn, they, they missed a trick there. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe there's a little... Uh, adding cheats that you can add in there i don't know what when, do you think when, about this one when it Smaller goes monochromatic day. like what what does that add does it just make you feel like you're playing back in the 70s or is it is it just for what <laughs> yeah it's like you can like, like this or if you want to make it look a little bit shitter you can <laughs> right well, it's just, no 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 sorry i know exactly what's going on i need shades that's what i need i don't need, mm -hmm. I need actual coloring uh but for me like i i would be very excited about getting the uh the, the golf tournament looks awesome. It looks very anime and just, just the whole thing where he hits the, the golf club and it stops, takes a photo. Yeah. Uh, and then goes on. I like that. I'm about that. Absolutely. That's how they should have done Tiger Woods. All the Tiger Woods things, except for the latest one, which uh, the, the uh, need for speed. That shouldn't, that was not a good idea. <laughs> it's, it's like I say, it's, it's beautiful what it does. There's a few things I would like to see done. I, I really wanted to see, considering you can actually look at the actual console as well and the game inside that. Um, I would love to have seen the actual buttons move and like the, the, the analog stick actually move around when you move it around like at the same time. Um, I can't imagine that would have been too hard to do, but I mean, I'm really nitpicking here. It, it plays absolutely perfectly, but there's only 10 games and uh hmm. is it seven seven of them are one-on-one -on -one fighters which i know is what the neo geo is for like you know what you're getting when you buy a system like this or any neo geo system but yeah see yeah. i actually quite like the monochrome mode because uh I, I had one of the original neo geo pockets before they released the color version i don't think we ever got the um non-color version in the uk and, and the west i could be wrong about that but it's 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 a fun little novelty. I like the fact that they've added those into um in into the collection. Do you know what they would have to. They would have to. Do you remind know me of? It's it's like you can play one of the uh, the Harry Potter newspapers. You know how the newspapers come to life. It's like you can actually like play the game. Like when you see the black and white things move. Maybe it's just me. It's odd. I, I like to call it eye strain vision. Ah, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, there is at the moment it's only digital. Uh, there are rumours that limited run games are going to be releasing it. I don't know that. That's just what I've heard on people saying on Twitter. Um, I'm obsessed with buying these little collections, um, and but at the same time, obviously these games are not really my cup of tea. Or like seventy five percent of the games are not really my cup of tea. Um, I would be hard pushed to actually go out and get that, but I probably still will. You know what I'm like. What's <laughs> yeah, the I get all of those retro collections. I, 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 would, I don't know. How much is this? Does anyone know how much this is? I, I, I don't. I, 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 <laughs> it's it's hard because I can't, I can't search for it because I own it, so it won't tell me the price anymore. Oh, I, I, I don't have a Switch, so I'm, I'm out. Thirty nine ninety nine. How much it is? Does it Whoa. come with a Switch? <laughs> 
Okay, that, 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 wow. that's, that's too much. That's too I, much. I would have hoped that the Neo Geo Pocket Color comes with it. Bloody hell. At one point, wow. you could buy the console and 10 games. Physical, like, collection, Evercade style, in a blister pack for that price. See, I think they, they actually priced the Namcot collection, which is a, quite a pitiful collection of NES uh, Namco games. And that was like £20 imported um, as a physical cartridge. This should be nowhere near more than that. that should, this should be the same price, if not maybe No, nah, no, nah, it should be the same price. Yeah. Not, not, wow. Okay, that, that's, <laughs> that's double the price of what it should be. As good as it is, it is just 10 uh handheld games god that, that that review turned around quick didn't it, it did, yeah i thought i was kind of excited jeez there we go there we go so well there we go there's uh our slight review like i say at the end i'm happy to give people a uh a quick demonstration of this uh live on twitch so make sure you come over live on twitch to i don't know watch me play games that i think are okay all right they're all right they're all right <laughs> Moving over to a topic number two. Now, this is something that is oh, near and dear to my heart, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I am a big, big Sega fan. And uh, the quite highly regarded, if I'm not mistaken, Astro Mini, uh, jumping onto the old mini console craze, uh, following from the NES classic, the SNES classic, Mega Drive classic, blah, 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 all those classics. Um, this one is replicating a lot of Sega's arcade games um into a little mini arcade unit and actually has a little screen on there and everything all really nice but you can also plug it into a telly and actually play them like that now this is good because not unlike the mega drive ones that you have a thousand times over you know how many more times do i need to own sonic one and columns uh on this this is actually a lot of arcade games where most people don't have unless obviously you know they've got their main folders open uh this is finally getting coming uh it's finally coming out in the uk so exciting stuff exciting stuff i um I was going to say I was going to buy it. <laughs> the company actually said, "Did I want to? Did I want one?" So I said, "Yes." So I was going to get it, <laughs> but uh, now I'm getting it for free. Um, hey. And uh, yeah, it's exciting stuff. There's only three thousand five hundred units, if I'm not mistaken, for the US. Yes. Um, so oh, okay. um, the limited run release uh, was released on the 26th of March. Of course, uh, we're a bit late to the party on this one. Uh, spoiler alert: it's sold out. Um, oh so wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, so three thousand five hundred units released uh, to the American uh, American uh, fan base, and I'm sure it's going to be a similar um, number for for the UK. Mm -hmm. um, in the UK, it's available at Fun Stock. It's available to pre-order now. It's about one hundred twenty nine ninety nine. Not that I'm trying to sell for Fun Stock, but you know, this is somewhat exciting because it's Sega history. Thirty seven games built in. Oh, and they are some just fantastic games. I absolutely love um, the when it comes to arcade cabinets. The the can the Astro City Candy Cab is one of my favourite looking ones. I'd love to get a full size one one day. Yeah, but I'd this, love one. This would do in the meantime. Yeah, for sure. Does this sort of thing interest you, uh, Smiley Dave? Oh, 100 percent. Like I, I watched it, so I watched the whole thing through. First of all, it's a shame we haven't got the audio coming through on this because it is hilarious. <laughs> yes. The audio, the, the, the guy, it's, it's a proper Japanese uh, voiceover where it just gets, it starts off very normal and then just gets louder and faster and then just some noises, uh, which is perfect. But this, uh, I genuinely do want, like I can see, like meet up, like with the, with, 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 uh, with the guys and just like, especially if there's like, some kind of LAN compatibility, like there's a couple of you with these in a room. 
and you can do this. I don't know how you do this without, <laughs> unless you have like a, a controller. But so no, yeah, this... it, it, it comes quite expensive. So yeah, like you say, with the controller, it's a uh, so. <laughs> Obviously, you can't get it now uh, in the US. I don't know if it's the um, same case in the UK. I'd highly suggest you go check out Funstock. They're the, at least one of the people in the UK that are going to be pushing this out if it's not out already. Um, but yes, uh, you can use it as a proper little arcade unit. So you've got your little control, your little buttons there, and you've got a little screen. You plug it into an HDMI uh, via HDMI to a television, and you can actually buy proper controllers to plug into the little arcade unit and then use proper controllers to play um uh, these games um, okay yeah so that's how it would work there works this out one's great <clears throat> with two of those mini controllers shame that we don't have the full-size arcade stick over here just yet though i'll no. definitely put up the money for that i think i would I, I, considering mm. this is uh, this is different than like i say the mega drive mini it's definitely more expensive mega drive mini was what 60 70 pounds roughly i think it was uh this is 130 before you start adding throwing in like you you could even buy the stand for it to make it stand up a little bit higher uh, you know all that I'd sort love, of stuff i'd love I to see it on like a telegraph pole or something just really thin pole for that tiny arcade machine like <laughs> that'd be so funny <laughs> i'm gonna be put, getting getting one of these and putting it right next to my quarter arcades <laughs> I, I think it's definitely over like, 130 pound is is a hell of a lot like it is it is for what it is i but uh i do it does look very cool of all the weird things you normally have on these that you you, you introduced me to this is definitely one of the things i'm like oh actually yeah. <laughs> and the thing is it surprises people <clears throat> excuse me my, my throat is so bad um it surprises people because so many people are, rec- are used to uh things like um uh, Alien, a- Alien Storm, uh, Golden Axe, and and all of these games, but the the Mega Drive or even you know different console versions, but the arcade originals were the originals that the day de- the Mega Drive obviously downgraded to to be able to play on their system. Now, even though mm. the Mega Drive did a fantastic job at porting these arcade games, the arcades are the originals, and they do have that extra beef and punch into them. And if you if you're so used to playing those home console versions, it it is a bit of a punch in the face, a good punch in the face when you play these arcade uh, games. They're, they're mm. absolutely incredible. And it's a good list. Um, how many, how many, uh, 37 playable games in this. I mean, you've got basic ones, things like Flicky. But when I, so when I start seeing like the more obscure stuff, like stuff like Sega Ninja, like, oh, Sega Ninja, that is like direct to the heart. Like, I love, love, love that game. Golden Axe Revenge of Death, Death Adder, a Golden Axe sequel, which many, myself included, actually believe is the best Golden Axe game never released in the home consoles ever. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's amazing. I'd never seen it until, it, until it's shown it. Like, I was just like, oh, I did not know there was, I, I, I'm pretty sure there was a Golden Axe 2, I see, but i never seen a and, Golden and Axe 3. Yeah, there's a Golden Axe 3, 3 as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've never yeah, seen no. those ones. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> But um, no, no Golden Axe Revenge of Death Adder, put that on. I mean, obviously, arcade games, you're only going to really get a few hours out of them before you've completed them. But, um, like, that is a... Wh- what, what am I saying? A few hours? Like, half an hour, probably. But it's such a good go- uh, such a good half an hour to an hour, Revenge of Death Adder. It's an incredible game. You'll be blown away like by the graphics because you're so used to, uh, like I say, the Mega Drive games. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of great games. Flicky is obviously fantastic. Uh, the original Columns games um alex kid i've never really been the biggest biggest fan of alex kid but it's obviously you have to have games like that on there as well the bonanza brothers uh the puyo puyo games uh, radmobiles on there uh virtua fighter is on there it, uh the, the arcade version of space harrier and i'm seeing alien syndrome on the screen there is this is like uh arguably sega's 
best games they've ever made and the arcade versions of them which are the best versions of those games so uh it's exciting stuff and um yeah i i, I was gonna buy it and then i got the email saying did i want it and i said yes so. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's exciting stuff. I'm glad it's coming over here, even though it's coming out in limited quantities. Um, I mean, they know what they're doing. They sold out. People want these things. So there you go. As Good. do I. Yeah. As do we. Every time I see these games, it always reminds me of my mate who, because I, I never had money growing up, but down the bowling alley, I'd have, have mm. a mate, and I, I, he would be playing like Time Crisis or something, or something in the arcade machines, and he'd be asking me for my pocket money, and then he'd use it, and then he'd go, look, I've got really far, it's the furthest I've ever been, and I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, we'll have all my money, and I gave it to oh. him, and he just never did, and he was like, oh, oh well. <laughs> he did I didn't it, I was like, damn, these kids with money. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they going to stop with these mini consoles, though? Like, Because now you've, Sega have done their best arcade games. I mean, that's debatable, I suppose, but that they're the most faint, popular arcade games. Where are they going to go next? Um, it be fair, when it comes to the mini home console market, they're bashing <clears throat> it. The, the Mega Drive Mini was a great selection for what it you really got. was. Um, I'm just waiting for a Master System Mini. I would love to see. Um, I'd love to see another portable Mega Drive system. Um, whether they did like a proper uh, Nomad style mini console, that would be great. Uh, as long as it isn't the Game Gear t- the Game Gear Minis, which uh, Michael Towns in the chat has uh, mentioned, those were a bit too mini for my liking. Exactly. After the Mega Drive Mini, and everyone was like, "Oh, what are they going to do next?" Everyone said every single fi- every single console, but no one said the Game Gear Micro. Like, no one wanted that system. I don't get me wrong; it's it's so weirdly cool to own something that useless. And. <laughs> And have um, M2, like the, the, the absolute kings of emulation to, to create the ROMs that go on there. So like, these are the very best, best versions of the game that you're going to put on a system that no one can play because it's so stupidly small. Um, it's, it was so weird, but it took me back to when Sega were stupid and weird at the same time of the 90s. And yeah. I, I love them for it. Um, uh, I just hope it didn't come in place of a Master System Mini uh, or, you know, something else. I mean, people keep saying about the Dreamcast Mini, and <clears> to be honest, <throat> oh, it, yes. nothing nothing will be more authentic to that console experience as if people bought just the console and then pirated every get every other game for it. So, <laughs> um, that's, that's pretty much what these mini consoles are great at, so I, I would love to see one. Um, I, I'd I mean, love to see some 32X and Saturn love personally. Oh um, my god, yeah, so much, so much. I tell you what, the um, Dreamcast emulation is utterly fantastic. It's like not as good as what uh, you know you can do on like the Wii and the uh, and the Wii U, but and the GameCube obviously. But like uh, it's it's almost there. Um, if you get if you actually pay for the higher end emulators, which I have done, like it's it, it, it actually in some cases can be better than playing on original hardware the same as the gamecube wii and wii u like it's utterly fantastic which makes me think like come on it's doable now give me a dreamcast mini with sonic adventure crazy taxi because the dreamcast is essentially an arcade unit uh, you know turned into a console anyway like you've got so many great great games that you could chuck on there and they are dreamcast was full of pick up and play games it would be such a great selection I- i'd be scared that they'd probably knock down the numbers a little bit only give you like 
oh, I'd hate to say like 10 games. I wouldn't want that. I'd want like 20 games on there or something, but regardless, I would buy it. Like beautiful looking system as well. I'd want that on, you know, a little display shelf and then bring it down when I want, you know, have people over like, that'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by this, by someone said something about a mini, uh, N64. Oh yeah, there's Chevmatic. Yeah, uh, mini yeah. N64 would be. I, mean, I know you're not a big fan of the N64, but I absolutely <laughs> thought it had my yeah. favorite wrestling games on there. So, like, and that's the only reason. You know, that's one of my main reasons to buy an N64 now is so I can get No Mercy up there and some of the old. Well, wrestling unfortunately, wrestling I don't think you'd ever get No Mercy on an N64 mini. You would get the most bog standard, obvious games on a Nintendo 64 mini. You'd have Mario 64. You'd have, um, uh. you know, your Mario parties. You'd have. To be fair, the Mario parties would be good on there. Um, but the problem these systems have is you've got four inputs with the with the controllers. Like, <laughs> extortionately priced. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the N64 Mini, I'd absolutely love. I'd love to... I, I like any possible opportunity to play N64 games and the decent resolution on the flat-screen TV. I think that's the gold standard, and that's what we should be all hoping for at some point. I mean, I'd only get it because it'd be a great system to emulate, and then I finally have an easy way to play in 64 games. But I have no yeah. for that system. <laughs> it's right up there with an Xbox One. But yeah, there you go. You'll have, um, you'll have to pop over, and uh, I'll have to educate you in the ways of the N64. One year, I keep saying it. I'm going to buy myself an imported N64, get it all modded up so it can play HDMI's and all that, and then I'm going to spend a year, once a month, importing a game and trying to try and l- fall in love with the n64 so I th- I just, that, that hate is just too inbuilt do you know what i mean i think it's, we, we've waited too long <laughs> there's just there's so much i don't like about the n64 like i feel uh, like you've stacked up enough barriers in there to make mm. sure it never happens if i ever want to go back and play on any of those games the majority of first party games i'm, I'm going here i go here's my n64 ran incoming <laughs> <laughs> um like i can play the majority of the first party games now um like i can play mario 64 better than what i would be able to play it on the actual system itself via, i know that's debatable but via the uh the, the switch collection there, there's a few other examples as well but um uh like i always feel like nintendo always release another version of a game in the series and the later versions are normally better. Like I understand, you know, like there's, there's arguments between like double dash and obviously Mario 64, you know, which one's better, you know, there's arguments for both, but I'd say Mario Kart eight trumps them all. Like I think that's like the best Mario Kart game. And now why would I want to go back and play 64? Um, and, and like the later Mario party games are better than the ones that you get on the, on the, uh, thing why would i want to play smash brothers with eight characters when i can play smash brothers ultimate with like 500 characters like there's with more refined controls like they keep doing later versions and it makes me not want to go back and i hate the look of the n64 and i don't mean the console the console looks quite nice and i actually think the logo is one of the greatest logos in all of gaming but the um the the that weird stretched muddy look that every single texture has on the n64 and apparently that makes it look better than a playstation i don't see it i absolutely don't see it uh i've got judging up the 90s hatred (laughs) but how do you really feel about it i mean that's my (laughs) (laughs) i just i i i I, you know, I, I was a I was a massive Sega fanboy. Like, no one was ever going to tell me that a SNES was good. But like, I, I will hands down admit, like, the Super Nintendo has games on there that would completely trump the Mega Drive. But if, if I go back, yeah, like the Super Nintendo has like some of the best games ever created, guaranteed. But the N sixty four, like, I just don't see what it has going for it in the slightest. Like, 
No. No. <laughs> especially especially so looking back. Especially looking uh, back. I have nothing but fond memories. Like yeah. nothing but fond memories. Except for again, no mercy, which couldn't save, but that's <laughs> WWE's fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, purposely making shit, so the next one's ever so slightly less shit. <laughs> so well, we right down, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but, oh, it's just that one. I God, love the sorry. NES. I love the SNES. I love the GameCube. It's just that one system, the N64, and everyone loves the N64, and it just makes me not like it more. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Four friends <laughs> all holding an alien flipper, all playing Goldeneye is one of my favorite like memories. Oh, God, yes. I think that's what it is as well. Because I was like uh, a PlayStation kid and I had a few PlayStation friends, but like my closest friends all had N64s. So every time I'd go around there, we'd obviously all be playing like uh, Extreme G or uh, one of the yeah. Mario Party games or, or definitely Goldeneye. And what would happen is, is you I drink. would get given the Blaze controller after <laughs> oh, okay. the buttons like sticky well, and not yeah. working. I'd sit there <laughs> sitting on a screen that's probably about as big as my palm and I'm in the corner like just getting owned constantly by these three people that know the game at the back of their hand. I'm like, did I really like get on my bike and bike two miles for this? But, you know. Yes, that was part of the fun. Yeah. <laughs> I learned you know, to lose. I, I want to go back now. and play on my one-player games on my own. I mean, that's why I'm into like one-player games. So maybe that's why it is. Yeah. Get your Nintendo and your forced multiplayer system. How dare you make me have... Make does, anyone me, remember, yeah. does anyone have um, Extreme G for the N64? I did. Yeah, did you, you ever unlock that like super shiny car, which I'm assuming is like the ultimate? Oh, not the car, sorry, the bike, the super shiny, over the top, reflective bike. As, as someone who has a strangely specific, powerful memory, eight one ggd five is the code <laughs> to unlock that bike. <laughs> I remember physically all my friends arguing with me, and I'm on my own. I'm gonna lose this argument, and they've got their N64s there, and my, my PlayStation's like two miles away, you know. But like, they're like look look at that bike that bike is better than anything a playstation can do and i'm like <laughs> have you not seen the intro to final fantasy 7 and they're like but that's not the game and it was just like i, I don't need to tell you guys just, we've all had these stupid arguments there you it go. sounds like a 90s uh rapper <laughs> hip-hop rapper like an early 90s hip-hop rapper like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. When I was a kid, I used to think, like, man, what is this Sega Genesis? Are they going to release that one day? Like, as I'm like playing on my Mega Drive. Anyway, there we go. <laughs> right. We'll start. Should we move on? We'll <laughs> yeah, so that, say, that Sega Astro console looks quite good, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Moving over to the next topic, and I'm going to try and give myself a bit of a breather here and let uh, Grizzly take the lead on this one. Um, go ahead with this this PlayStation 2 uh, barrage of all these incredible prototypes that have recently been released. So um, there's, there's a uh, conservation group called the Hidden Palace, which conservation groups in the gaming industry, as we all know, is a really fancy and really nice way of saying people who leak uh, pirated material. Uh, but we won't go too much into detail. The one thing they're really good at is finding, um, finding unreleased material. In this case, as we can see on the screen, Crash Bandicoot, the Wrath of Cortex as a prototype build. Um, and they've essentially multiplied this by 700 uh, by releasing tons and tons of unreleased gaming content uh, from the likes of uh, Activision, uh, mm -hmm. Sony, uh, Japan Studios. 
they've essentially opened the treasure trove of e3 trade demos all of these these kind of um bespoke experiences that didn't quite make it into the final release and i find this absolutely fascinating because oh, it really is you got you got so much missing here um but for example one of the the big things for me i i love shadow of the colossus and one of the e3 demos so as not to give away too much of the game they actually created the first boss fight in a completely different arena the graphics were in an at an earlier stage but slightly more detailed it's it's stuff like that that um really catches my eye and just seeing a sheer volume of all of this 860 gigabytes of data um in particular it's It's just mind-blowing they spent a good year putting all of this together from personal collections uh from you know just people who attended trade shows and picked up discs and what have you um some of one some of the the big problems that they have of course with archiving uh though is that some of the data being stored on volatile media such as discs cassettes all of this um unfortunately uh the content gets distorted but they managed to find 700 working pieces of content and there's plenty more to come too so um I'll give them a, a big shout out for the, the the effort that they've they've gone through. Hiddenpalace.org, they're just absolutely brilliant. And as I say, um, de- definitely worth checking out. Um, there's a Twitch stream uh, of all of the content that they've done, and there's a few articles around uh, telling people where they can have a look at what at what's available. But yeah great great effort from the retro gaming community here and conservation efforts absolutely sorry i have literally just got an email with more information on the pie packer as we are talking so it's gonna be proper proper live this this is exclusive this content literally it's just come in uh i just saw the email coming from the guy i've been speaking to uh yes uh preservation on classic games and 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 not not just one not just two etc etc over 700 alphas and prototypes and early uh, revisions and all of these games is un is completely mind-blowing there was no way a, a few a year you normally get <laughs> 700 in one go it's there's so so much to unpack here this is for someone like me that's into the history of this sort of thing it um well it completely defuncts a lot of my complete histories which is a little bit annoying especially crash bandicoot which is what we're looking at right now <laughs> <laughs> um but um i mean it's unbelievable like more of this please and massive massive props goes out to the hidden um, palace guys and and the people that i think it was just one person that owned all of these prototypes if i'm not mistaken that's um, right yeah and 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 yeah for for willing to 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 leak this insane treasure trove uh i mean this is nothing but good news there's nothing really to add here it's just incredible um yeah great um i don't know if you got anything to add on this one smiley dave I am just very, very excited for for getting for, for it all coming out because that yeah, just just looking at the possibilities of seven hundred games that I remember playing from PS2 and the fact that PlayStation still won't you know um, what, whatever it's called back catalogue it what do, you, what do you call it back backwards compatibility compa- com- thank you backwards compatibility the, the, the <laughs> word um, yeah the fact they're not doing that means that this is like it can only be great so yeah very stoked. Yeah, 
it, it's, it's great news. It's great news. Uh, this is just us telling you that it's happened. Uh, you can go and check out. Someone's actually put a wiki article together explaining what all of those 700 games are, uh, starting all the way from 007 to way, way down the list. Um, like I say, Crash Bandicoot, some of those later Crash Bandicoot games are some of my favorite games for the system. And the fact that I get to now try them out in a new way with different things added, complete levels changed, if I'm not mistaken. It's it's absurdly awesome. And hey, if you've actually got a PlayStation Mini, at least you've got something decent to try out on it now as well. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I, I also have a, a, a nephew that keeps telling me about uh, the anxiety that he's facing. I keep telling them that he's never played a game called Driver. So uh, I can uh, hopefully uh, relay that information by playing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, mm. maybe, maybe keep him away from Driver 3. Maybe keep him away from yeah. that. Yeah, you mean Driv, Driv Free R, yeah? That's it, Driv Free R, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe play a bit of Whip Free Out. Need, need to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid when they do that. Oh, there we go. But yeah, uh, there's nothing really much to add here, but it's incredible. Yeah, we had the Dinosaur Planet Proto recently, as Michael Towns explained, um, and this, it couldn't possibly get better, but it just did. Ah, exciting stuff, exciting stuff. These are the um, geekiest jokes I've ever made, by the way. This is this is great. I'm having a, a this is great fun. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Um, okay, so moving over to the next topic. Uh, and I'm gonna leave this one with you as well, Grizzly, because this is way too technical for me. But the Tencent handheld planning to take on the Nintendo Switch, a brand new Nintendo Switch competitor. Oh, is it even a competitor? Grizzly, take the Well, wait, I th- I think we'll see. Because one thing about Tencent I know is that they do have a habit of patenting a lot of things. Um, mainly mm-hmm. so that they can claim ownership of ideas before somebody else comes along and tries to do something similar. Um, but the idea of Tencent going into like a, a handheld gaming market or a console gaming market has been floated for a while. Uh, the mm-hmm. idea is, is that this is going to be a somewhat PC-based hardware, so a very basic thing. Uh, but one thing to take into consideration, although Tencent is quite well known for its mobile games, they actually own a, a large monopoly of gaming in China specifically. Uh, China oh, really? being, and, and a fact that people may not realize is that China is the largest gaming market in the world because mm-hmm. of these mobile mobile games. They they basically yeah. run League of Legends. They run Fortnite. They run all of these like massive apps, uh, whether they're coming over to the UK or not, or whether they're over in China, they they have their fingers in pretty much all of the pies. And they even distribute for Nintendo. So I can see where they're coming, where they're going to go with yeah. this, because Nintendo isn't the biggest the <clears throat> selling commodity in China. Um, no. A lot of it's sold on the grey market, and then the consoles that are sold to China are usually cut back in some way um, so that they can be... I, I won't go into too much detail, but it's usually censored in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Tencent capturing that home market in this way is a very smart move, and it's just interesting to see what they come out with uh, if they do see it through. So, I mean, I'm learning this as I go along. Um, uh, do you think this would actually become a China-exclusive Quite possibly. I mean, mm-hmm. we had the Nvidia Shield Portable, which was re- which was released in the West, but uh, was mostly popular in China. And what quite notably about the Nvidia Shield Portable was that it actually had native Android ports of classic uh, Nintendo games from the Wii. 
Mm-hmm. So the Galaxy port, for example, um, Skyward Sword, uh, all all of these kind of games were released officially through the NVIDIA portal on the Shield. And I can see that this is maybe what Tencent are going to go for. Um, as, as someone mentioned in the chat earlier um, about, I, uh, Michael Towns mentioned this, about the IQ system, which was essentially a CD-based N64 for the Chinese market. Yep. That, was, that was around the time that the console ban was live and well in China. Um, this could be another way of repackaging that kind of appeal to uh, the Chinese market. So I, I reckon yeah. that's where they'll go with it. But if it's successful, chances are it might be seen over here, especially if it gets, especially if a few get sold out to uh, the western, uh, the west, or ex- imported from China, which sure. usually happens as emulation machines. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's very hard for me to see anything like this other than like a steamy emulation machine, which is great for what it is. I mean, you're never going to have a bigger library than what Steam offers, but um, it's not going to take on Nintendo, like on a worldwide scale, perhaps in their home in, in, in China, but like I said, that's one of the biggest markets. I don't think they care, but um, whenever I hear about these, these consoles, it's going to take on Nintendo. Like, no, it could even, it's probably a 10 times better console, but it won't, uh, you know, Nintendo has the flagship first party content that no other company can touch. Um, is in not to sound like Resi Fizeme when he's trying to push a Wii U onto people. It's all about the games. Uh, which was proven because the best-selling games for the Switch are games that came out on the Wii U. <laughs> so, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, you're not going to beat Nintendo in that sense. But with that said, this does look like a very, very, very interesting uh, little device. My guess uh-huh. is it's going to cost a pretty penny. Again, um, I, I don't think that would be the case. Um, oh, really? Because of the the wealth divide in its home market, if it, if it does mm-hmm. land in China, yeah. I reckon you actually see a lower price points and more of a finance thing to get on board. Oh, um, wow. high, high, high price hardware does not sell over there. Um, just look at the PlayStation, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. The, the install base is tiny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mobile and PC. <laughs> Definitely Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like, media it's stupidly in- low. Sorry, go on. I was gonna say no. I work for a social media company that, but like, based in that they, they they have London office, but they do a lot of stuff in China, and they want people to do stuff. They want people to do business in China, um, and they were telling me that basically, when it comes to these sort of things, that their their own economy is so good that they only keep it. They, a lot of people just keep it internal there. Like mm-hmm. that just seemed insane to me. I was like, what? So they don't they don't want the export import sort of thing going on. Like, no, no, that's fine. There's enough people. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And it, uh, by the way, if it does come to the West, they should definitely get a deal with DC because if you go, if you just move up just ever so slightly, that looks like a Batman's um, flying thing. <laughs> what do you call it? It's bat- the, Wear it on your belt buckle. Yeah. Batarang, yeah. Batarang, yeah. <laughs> just pick it up and throw it. Like, oh, shit, not again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, Viking. Go for the bits there, my friend. Thank you. Looks like I'm going back to AliExpress. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I've added a little something in here uh, that was not in our original notes uh, because it's something that I'm looking into and I'm going to be bringing this up on Kicks Gamma News, which, yes, is coming back within probably about a week or so. The Aya Neo. Now, you've probably already seen quite a few big big youtubers talking about this because the founders edition i believe you could order back in 
like November or December time. Actually, he got shipped out in um, uh, when did it get shipped? It went out in like January. So it is a proven console. And they've obviously shipped out some see-through consoles so people don't have to take it apart. They can see what's inside to people like Linus Tech Tips and a few other people like that. So it's uh, this is a new system. It's, again, not going to be a, a, um, a uh, Nintendo Switch killer, but it is able to run things like Cyberpunk. <laughs> not, like, brilliantly well, but... <laughs> so it's, it's one of the few things it can. In a 4 by 3 aspect ratio. Let's be fair now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still an incredibly impressive uh, device. Uh, 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 six cores, Ryzen uh, 5. You've basically got a bit of a gaming laptop here in a handheld form factor and uh yeah it looks absolutely incredible if you've got coming up to close to about uh a, a, nearly a grand to drop on something like this this is something that's maybe worth looking at um like i say it's coming again from china i will have to look back at yes it is coming from china there it is um but yeah it it is already shipping. People are already looking at it. I saw that Review Tech USA just managed to get one. I think a lot of YouTubers are actually sending this to one another. Um, he's got a review coming up of it already, but in the one post he said this is incredible, so he's obviously in love with it as well. Uh, it's maybe something to look out for. I just thought it fit into what we was already talking about. Um, yeah, I don't know I mean, if any of you guys have any information on this one or anything to add. Yeah, I mean, this is basically where I see that $0.10 cent, uh, handheld going. Uh, I reckon they might have seen this and gone, oh, we want a bit of that too. Yeah, because uh, this, this has been around for a little while. I think I saw this on the ETA Prime, um, looking at something similar to this. So, as yeah. you say, Linus Tech Tips. Um, I think it's a great-looking device. Uh, I think the price, of course, is going to be a bit much, but if you're a PC enthusiast and you want something that can take, um, take the PC experience on the road, I think this is as close as you're going to get in a handheld gaming format. I mean, this thing's got a Ryzen 4, 4500U, those are mm-hmm. some beefy Jesus. CPUs. <laughs> I think my, my actual PC has like a forty-eight. So that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think this this the CPU in this handheld is probably faster than the one in my desktop. It's, so. an, it's, it's really impressive stuff. If you've got the money to drop and you want an insane luxury um, Windows ten. <laughs> gaming handheld that can play like you say your steam games and this is probably a bloody good option uh they've actually got a list there of some of the higher end spec games that you're like which are free how it would play on there the new assassin's creed valhalla cyberpunk has stated gta 5 devil may cry 5 being able to play those games in handheld is obviously going to be fantastic it's not going to take on nintendo as some people are saying it's, it's a completely different market they're going for um uh completely but that market should uh, about seven hundred pounds, but that's before you take into account uh, the likes of import duty. It's coming from Hong Kong, so mm-hmm. yeah, you're getting close to about a grand, I'd say almost. Um, yeah, there's nothing else really like it, I suppose. Yeah. About five hundred pound if you got it on the really early bird, um, which would have been a great deal to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll just take Jeez. out that, uh, all those components. Lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, like I say, a few other YouTubers have already talked about this, and I had to skim through like three or four channels, and I saw nothing but good reviews on it. Like some people moan that like, oh, the the back buttons are a bit clicky rather than um, I'm forgetting the wording where you can actually push them down rather than click them down. Little things like that. So racing games aren't going to be as good for this. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, everyone's right and raving about it. People have actually started receiving it, so I don't see it being an issue. 
uh, but you never know. Uh, obviously, I'll be talking about this a lot in upcoming Kickscammer news episodes, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. Ah, there we go. Anything to add on this one? I want one. <laughs> I just just this conversation with Chad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, right. I mean it's it's still way too pricey, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not getting it because of the price, but I I would love one, you know. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not the size of Linus Tech Tips, though. I would also like to take the graphics card out of it and use it for my actual computer, by the things as well. So. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. Right, uh, okay, so moving over to something else that I'm, you know, quite in love with, and that's classic Sega games. We were chatting about uh, the Dreamcast earlier, and one game that was going to be coming out for the Dreamcast before it became a launch title for a Nintendo system and became the best game for that system when it came to launch style. That was a big uh, thumbs up for me and my fist bump moment for all of me and my Sega fans, uh, my Sega, my Sega brethren, was Super Monkey Ball. Now, um, yes, uh, Sega love releasing Super Monkey Balls on new systems. Uh, only recently have they stopped doing that, and it was always the go-to franchise to show off the new um uh capabilities of what a system can do originally they were just standard monkey ball games with a few extra uh, um party mode bits added on which was so so good um but since then they use it to, to show off the interactive uh, the internet connectivity on things like the the vita the touch screen screen controls on the 3ds they done that stupid bloody platformer game super monkey ball adventure but they, they always experiment with the series and now i think they've pretty much run out of ideas because the one that came out on the switch was sadly not very good well it's come back uh not by sega but by someone else and my god it's the same game but instead of being a monkey ball you're a i don't even know what you are like a mouse or a rodent <laughs> of some sort a rat yeah player. <laughs> Something oh, it's good. Like yeah it's a hamster ball isn't it of course it is it's the exact same game the mechanics i mean I haven't played it in all honesty, but this game rolled out, uh, made by someone completely different is the same game to a T. <laughs> and, uh, as a fan of monkey ball, that's a good thing. I, you didn't I, even see that pun coming. Did you? you didn't even see that pun coming. You just, you, you haven't even realized that you've done it. Rolled yeah. out. I just, just did it. It's amazing. It's, <laughs> um, what I'm looking forward to is <laughs> when someone mods it to put the super monkey ball characters in and we've got a new super monkey ball game guys <laughs> it's the same game completely um and yeah i'm excited for this this is this is obviously good you know it's one of those things hey if they're not going to do it we'll do it ourselves um yeah <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it's, it's like from the taxi chaos school of well yeah. if you're not going to do it well maybe <laughs> you should just you know ignore the fact that we're going to steal your ip but um i will say that the reviews for this on steam are much better than that that you would see on taxi chaos and it, oh, it looks yes. like it's got some in some form it's managed to stand on its own so i'll give it that but they have absolutely they have done absolutely nothing to hide their insp their their inspiration <laughs> here um and I, I i kind of admire that yeah <laughs> even like... the way you go through the goal you fly up at the end of the next maze it's every little thing the way the camera <laughs> zooms in it's the exact same game uh slightly uh, i was gonna say slightly darker color tones but even still you you go back and play the original trilogy uh, no trilogy uh, the original two and then the deluxe version of uh monkey ball games like, which are, in my opinion, the best looking monkey ball games before they went very cell shaded, which I understand why they did. It was the Wii era. Everything had to be a bit more cutesy. Um, 
it's still good games those those Wii era ones but you know not really for me um i messed up uh, <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, again that was them showing off what they could do and it was they were using monkey ball was the go-to thing for that you know i want to play monkey ball on a on a wii balance board no here it is you know want to play monkey ball with wii motion controls no well here it is like everything they could do with monkey ball except for just making a standard classic monkey ball like one two and deluxe um they did uh, and this is essentially the third monkey ball game it's the age old thing if, if it ain't broke add a hamster that's uh yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah well <laughs> I, yeah Luke's, Luke's how do you, how do you follow up a comment like that um <laughs> <laughs> it's killer that's, that's what i'm here on podcast killer as well as the killer, killer parents that's what I it's uh, uh, for people that aren't uh, are obviously listening in and not watching. Go uh, to to YouTube or, or, or go on Steam and check out the game. It's called Rolled Out. Uh, Rolled Out, and you you are literally looking at Monkey Ball. <laughs> uh, except it's a in it's a any other context, it's a, that would be a, a, a just an odd sentence. <laughs> this is such a just go look place. at those Monkey Balls. Just go up with them. Go up with that's what they're there for. <laughs> yes. Maybe maybe don't look up Monkey Ball on other sites. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you see anything from Live Leak, avoid. Yeah, I get it. It's been a long lockdown, but, you know, just just stop yourselves. <laughs> it's, it, I'm looking at even down to the fact of when you hold A to speed up the zoom in, they've, they've even copied that down to AT. Like, I don't understand why Sega didn't just go, yeah, sure. Remake the original Monkey Ball uh, games, Deluxe. Put that up on the because uh, deluxe has well over a hundred tracks. It's like got all of one and two plus some more. I remember when I did my complete history. It was so long ago. Did that with Top Hat Gaming Man. Good channel. Good channel. Um, you remake that, it will do well, and then just throw this on there. It's it's it, it blows my mind that they wouldn't do that. It, uh, there's no way these guys didn't reach out to Sega originally. If they didn't, then maybe they're the fools. I don't know. <sighs> Can I just say the backgrounds in this game are amazing? They're like. This, it looks 3D, but it's mostly like a 2D texture, and I'm pretty sure some of those assets came from Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> In for a it's penny. Great. <laughs> yeah. What actually? We've, we've mugged off Monkey Ball enough. What should we mug off next and do it? You know, without getting told off. <laughs> Mario, Mario, yeah, let's do Mario. Oh, um, yeah. Mugs off Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I, I, there's not really any anything else to add to this news bit except look at this game that looks exactly like Monkey Ball. Oh yeah, next. Uh, and that's what it is, really. Uh, so, uh, and with that in mind, let's move on to something else that I'm stupidly, stupidly excited about, and that is, oh, I'm ex- I, I'm interested to see if you've heard anything about this, Smiley Dave. I'm oh. so yeah. I ah. Uh... Oh, we better tell them why, why we're making all these noises. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming back, and yes, obviously, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Hero Turtles to us British folk um, has come back several times. You had the TMNT movie, uh, you had the original movies, you had the Nickelodeon version, you've had these new weird let's try and make turtles out of five lines of animation versions, and comics, everything, but oh, obviously. Atrocities to the- <laughs> <laughs> um they did a lot they've done a lot um not always to the best uh but the original arcade games everybody loves the original arcade games and dot mu or dot emu i've never worked out the best way of saying that or the, the right way of saying that are publishing they're not producing that's very important but they're publishing a new 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles side-on brawler game. The trailer is animated to look like the original, and I'm talking the original Turtles that we grew up with, and the game looks like an updated version of the classic arcade and SNES games. Like, ah, oh, it's so happy. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I literally got transferred. I, I watched it. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. This is sweet mother of Chesney Hawks. Like, take me back. Take me back, Turtles. It's yeah. so good. It looks so amazing. It's like, yeah, it's got that that, oh, that Streets of Rage sort of thing. Like, four players, you, get, you can get your friends involved. Oh, what? What a time <laughs> to be alive. It's always the arguments. What's better? Because it is between Streets of Rage, when you look at the 16 bits, Streets of Rage or the Turtles. And now we've got a new Streets of Rage and we've got a new Turtles coming. It's like, what a time to be alive. Why did it take people this long to realize, no, brawlers are still wicked? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it's oh, so, good, so good. It didn't take them that long. I mean, we had that awful Turtles in Time reshelled for the Xbox 360, if you remember that one. We remember did. when they tried yeah. to turn Turtles 3D for the first time and completely ruined what is considered a classic. I ab- I love the look of this. I, I never yeah. was that big a fan of the cartoon. I'm probably going to get the slammed, like hit in the face for saying that. But how do you boot the, someone out of a call? The, the, <laughs> the, the, I, I, I did It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. I'm on it. It's fine. Fine. I I I, 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 I took all the N64 hate earlier, and you can take the turtles hate. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the games, the games are where it's at. Absolutely, that some of the best brawlers ever. Uh, now we just need a new Simpsons like arcade brawler to go. With it. <laughs> I mean, everything's a possibility now. Like, yes, not any. Please become that company that bring all these classics back. But they've done so well. Like, I want to see the cut. Like, I want to see the, how they've uh, the, the trailer they've done, the, the, which is the the intro to the game. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. so good. It yeah. is so good, and I just want to. I want them to make an actual series. I want them to do what Dota did and make <laughs> bring it all back. Just, just bring it all back. Just make it for the new generation. They'll love it, and yeah, we can just carry on my childhood and pretend like I'm not reaching the midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> this game's going to help you get there big time. Oh, yeah. But after oh, yeah. you're playing this, you're going to be going around your parents' house, getting the action figures out, like beating up <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady, and ah, oh, it's so good, <laughs> so good. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, you go back and watch those. Gone, gone. So I'll be interested to see if Limited Run get their hands on this one, but considering oh, it's a Nickelodeon property. Well, actually, uh, that's going to happen. I mean, Limited Run uh, published both uh, or done Limited Run versions of both uh, Dragon, Dragon Boy or whatever it's called, Wonder Boy. Sorry, um, they've done that. They've done uh, Streets of Rage Four, uh, which obviously are both .mu, and uh, actually a tweet went out with one of the original founders of limited run told uh dot mu by the way you should de- definitely get that turtles game under your belt and it was because of them that they or, or at least partially because of them that you're even seeing this happen so um yeah it's incredible uh a few more little tidbits on this because i actually did a bit of research on this one as well i didn't go <laughs> blind like i always do um the people working on this game are the same people uh, or some of the same people that worked on the incredible, also incredible, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the arcade game, uh, beat-em-up game, uh, which is... Everyone loves that game if you're into brawlers. So, I mean, you're in for a good time here. I'm really, really happy it's pixelated. I remember being a little bit upset that Streets of Rage 4 wasn't at first. I mean, they still did a fantastic job on that, of course. But I'm really happy they've kept it pixelated here. Uh, because when that chip tune music comes in, I'm just like, I'm so pumped for literally 10 seconds of footage of the actual game at the end of a trailer. It's awesome. It's awesome. 
Um, let, let's move on because all we're doing <laughs> yeah, is just I, I, spooging yeah. over this. <laughs> I'm just going to regress to a child and start, you know, pulling girls' pull t- ponytails and stuff, and that's just not allowed anymore. <laughs> he's going to he's going to answer. Check this out. Grizzly's going to answer yes to this. Grizzly, are you going to buy the 150 pounds limited run, stupidly overpriced limited edition of this game? <laughs> Probably not. It's not Streets of Rage, is it? Are you Maybe not? I, <laughs> no. I will fill. I will fill that void. Like that is this. This is yeah. This is definitely something I I want. It's so cool. Yeah. It is so cool. I'll definitely, I'll definitely play it, but it's you know, it is, it isn't Streets of Rage, is it? <laughs> you know. Oh no, 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 no. Um. Anyway, anyway, uh, what I will say <laughs> I before we move, <laughs> before we move on to the Pie Packer chat, there is one more thing I want to talk about. Um, actually, uh, another brawler that I am, I'm going to say, I'm as excited for this next one. I'm going to show you guys as the turtles and i'm completely alone in that statement i'm happy to be i am an obsessive fan or at least i was when i was a kid of asterix and obelix and there was an arcade game of asterix and obelix there's a lot of asterix games very very big in europe um there's a theme park that's so good we're talking disneyland uh like the amount of effort they go into this in france yes yeah um uh called um park asterix and i've been there a few times uh absolutely adore asterix and obelix big fan of the cartoons and the comics and or the novels even um 12 tasks of asterix is my favorite in case you want to go and check that one out um they still make movies to these in front in france as well like this is an insanely big property uh in europe uh more non-english speaking parts of europe but anyway they made an arcade game back in the day an asterix arcade game that was a side on beat them up just like turtles and streets of rage and whatever else and the guys that made looking on my shelf toki toki are making a new one um there's not a lot to talk about this whether it's actually an, a new game or, or sort of a reimagining uh, of that classic arcade game but for me this is so exciting i'm not, not as pumped as i am for the uh, as i am for the turtles one only because all we've got is screenshots not a trailer that's with animation all in there and everything else but the guys that made this they seriously take their time they're a weird studio they they take their time they go off the radar for two years and then all of a sudden it's there on amazon it just appears so we may not see this for a good few years but i'm stupidly excited to to hear that there's a new asterisk game coming out that isn't a weird 3d platformer it's a proper 2d uh beat em up and it's done by a, a very respectable team that do animation in video games so brilliantly well um asterix and obelix slap them all is what they call it <laughs> just, so so good um i i think oh my god there is a trailer how did i not see this oh let's watch it slappable in full 2021 i and i tell a lie i have seen this it's just them showing some animation so yeah these guys like i say if you go and check out the Toki game or the Nintendo Switch, um, and look at the animation on that. It's a beautiful remake of a honestly pretty average game, but um, yeah, these guys do excellent work. The animation um, looks great. Yeah, as someone that's voiced uh, an obscure '90s cartoon, um, yeah. it- <laughs> <laughs> you're going to tell us about that. You can't leave it there. Come on, say say what you say first. Go on. No, I was going to say like so the, uh, the 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 whole Asterix and Obelix thing, like. It's just, it's just, it was just a, such an odd cartoon to me. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to like it. I saw, I'm sure I saw a few, and I love the dog. 
uh <laughs> but it's, it's, it was just an odd one it was just a very odd one it had a very a very uh unique fa- fan base like, oh yeah how- majorly yeah. it's it, it was yeah. very french <laughs> it <laughs> is and that's the thing when I, whenever i look at streets of rage 4 i do see that french animation style in the animation sequences and, and the way that game plays um it is not the anime style that we everyone was expecting and probably should have got with streets of rage 4 it's very much a european made game and you can definitely see that with the way it's animated um that that french animation you know that whoever obviously i'm forgetting the exact names of the people that animated streets of rage 4 but you know that those people grew up um learning to to draw and animate watching stuff like the asterix cartoons and tintin and stuff like that you really do see that 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 same style and Mm. i'm very excited about this very very excited about this and what is the I'm, I'm all the way through this. I'm trying to remember the name of the squirrel game that came out. Mr. Nuts, Mr. Nuts for the Super Nintendo. These guys are actually Mr. Nuts Studio or Nuts Studio or something because they own the rights to Mr. Nuts now and forever they've been talking about remaking Mr. Nuts. So that may be coming as well, by the way. <laughs> but that was in talks well before even Toki, and I don't even know what, what's happened to that. Maybe um, we will finally see that re-release of Marzupalami on the uh, the Mega Drive. <laughs> Maybe Smiley. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> tell us about your uh, incredible voice work my friend <laughs> uh no it's only that um <laughs> i i've I voiced the villain in the moomins on the riviera the 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 film <laughs> the animated film <laughs> i was the villain called clark tresco who was and i re- i remember the the reading of it um uh, a toothy british playboy <laughs> i was like that sounds uh perfect i was like what what acting do i have to do do i just uh do I just pretend let's do this toothiness um but yeah that was the moomins and i used to tell people <laughs> i used to tell people they go the hell's the moomins i get two reactions one you get like sort of the oh my god i love the, the moomins or two they scared the crap out of me that's that's the two <laughs> yeah. reactions moomins were weird I, I remember them but i never watched them it was like the clangers they freaked me out as well like the fuck is that soup um, dragon why why specifically a soup dragon what it's what? friendly in it how huh friendly in it is it yeah i thought it kept like pesking them for soup all the time like like the the, the grasshoppers in bug a bug's life i think he was more of a bully or like the local mafia well uh, every dragon moon. Moon every mafia. dragon has its horde it's better than gold and and you know wenches so <laughs> Just, yeah. Put, put your gold so, away. I'll have a I'll have a lost lobster beast. Thank you. That'd be lovely. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll have a bovril, please, guys. The um, Moomins uh, on the Riviera. That was that was a highly rated movie, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was until <laughs> I we did. It was. I absolutely hate it. Like it's so hard to watch. It was with Russell Tovey, uh, Russell Tovey, and I, I could on the <laughs> on the actual day where we had the premiere, which was in Hackney. Um, uh, Russell Toby turned wow. up there. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was the pitch house, the BFI pitch house. It was, yeah, it was I, like, know, yeah. I, I lived in Hackney for a month, and God, on the first week, <laughs> someone was stabbed outside the house we lived in. <laughs> Gen- I'm literally not making it up for shits and giggles. Like, that happened when, when when I filmed my TV show, The Human Guinea Pigs. Um, yeah, someone was stabbed. It might have even been the first night, but it was in the, within the first week. That's an omen. That's an omen right there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, 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 was, I was sitting in there. Sarah, Sarah, um, something Oberman. Sarah, Tr- Tracy, Tracy, Ann, Tracy, Ann Oberman. 
nothing to do with Sarah. Was sitting there with a kid uh, who, with one of her friends' kids, a couple of friends' kids that wanted to go watch the movie. <laughs> she comes and uh, she's just talking to Tracy and goes, "Oh, um, how long were you in the movie for?" And she replied, "Oh, uh, how long you were, were you in the uh, studio recording your voice for?" And she went, "Oh, I was in there for for uh, five days." And she looked at me and she was like, "How long were you in there for?" And I said, "Oh, I was in there for a day." And she went, "Oh, not a big part then." Like owned by a nine-year-old. Like, God damn, that's <laughs> my premiere. Oh. Santa's not real. <laughs> <laughs> laid it down, laid it down. Did they ever find out who your parents were? So, um... <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. yes. Now, guys, the, the time that delicious, yeah. maybe 36 people were waiting for. Let's <laughs> play <laughs> the trailer for the Pie Packer. Now, yeah, the Pie Packer. Um, where do you start? Okay, so this is a console that's coming out in a couple of weeks, but it's more, it, it, the console was very much the afterthought. So basically, this is a free-to-play. Let me, let me tell you the, uh, the spill that Benjamin um, has uh, recent, literally just messaged me, actually. Let's have a look here. The Pi Reader is not a standalone console, unlike a Retron 5. It's a USB accessory that works with the main platform to import games to our Pi Packer game room. So like similar um, online uh, streaming services, you're very much going to be playing this in a browser, uh, but it's completely free to play. So if I want to be going to play Earthworm Jim 2, which is one of the games on there, I will be playing Earthworm Jim 2 for free in a browser uh i've actually done that thing i've managed to have a quick look at this which is very nice um it's a totally optional we're talking about the console here it's totally optional uh since pie packer is a free service our platform comes with 60 pre-built licensed games for free the pie reader is designed for people who want to enjoy their own cartridge games with our online multiplayer features there's no additional fee to be expected once you own a pie reader so the pie reader is the name of the actual console itself um, so if you start from the beginning, if you want to play games for free, you can do that very thing, uh, in a browser and they've got like 60 games on there. There was loads of really cool ones that I played. Um, uh, Xena crisis is a game I own like five times already, but I, I chose that one cause I know it very, very well. Uh, incredible game. And I was playing that online. Um, there were, there were some other stuff like loaded, um, great looking game not the greatest game itself but i was playing that on there that's a playstation one game so you've got a lot of different types of emulated games on there and you play these games in a browser now let me open up my other notes and i can go down the big list of everything i'm allowed to say and what i'm not allowed to say so i'm just going to read off the bullet points and then we'll just talk about what we think about this in the end um so it's a new uh, free streaming service coming to kickstarter soon it will have a focus on mainline video game companies rather than home computer titles. Um, without bringing up other companies, uh, obviously a lot of people, very much, uh, other companies do focus very heavily on the ZX Spectrums and the um, a lot of the home console uh, markets that were very big here in the UK in the 80s and even pushing into the 90s. Um, but they're not so well known on a worldwide scale. Those sort of games uh, are not so much going to be on this this service where this particular service is very much going to be more like you say the mainline games like the ones i've mentioned um this service is free to play and will allow for multiplayer via a browser i've got a correction here they have actually 
I'm allowed to say this after the correction. Yes, uh, they've hired a person who indeed has worked on the retro arch platform. Um, and yeah, they're one of the people that are working on this. So if you don't know, do, do, do you want to explain what retro arch is before I like eat, chew everyone's ear off uh, there, Grizzly? It's a special emulation thing, which essentially acts as a front end for multiple emulators. So if you've got like a, a Mega Drive emulator of choice, a Super Nintendo emulator of choice, and the Dreamcast emulator of choice, et cetera, et cetera, essentially bundles them all together into one big snazzy front end where everything is just easier to read and, and work through. So that's basically RetroArch. Yes, yeah. So it's it's good to have someone like that on the team, without a doubt. And uh, yeah, the, anyone on anyone out there that uh, uh, does emulation on a computer, you'll definitely know what RetroArch is. So the um, the console would be an additional add-on, as explained, uh, uh, and that will allow you to play your original cartridges for the NES, SNES, Mega Drive um, online in a multiplayer way using adapters. So the same way um, my Mega SG, I've got a little adapter that lets me play Master System games on a Mega Drive. Um, that's what essentially this is going to do as well now to push explain that a little bit more um so the actual service will have like you say it's going to come with 60 games from the get-go uh probably more or definitely more i'd assume uh as, as time goes on but if i want to grab off my shelf i don't know echo the dolphin then i could plug that into the pie pack i'm not gonna try and do it i'm gonna drop loads Everyone's of games on my favorite head. multiplayer game yeah yeah maybe not multiplayer okay what i'm gonna do uh I don't know, Micro Machines, um, something oh, like yeah. that. NBA Jam, like, that's my latest Mega Drive cartridge, actually. I can just pitch a little slope on his own in, in, in somewhere in the, the Garden <laughs> of England, just just solo, just getting rid of all the, the extra controllers that is near him. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, I can play, continue playing all my retro systems um, uh, via this uh, reader that will plug into a computer and then run on their emulation um, side of things on the computer online uh, and as i own the console looking at that previous things i actually didn't realize this on that reason thing as i own the console uh, means i won't have to pay a fee to play multiplayer however if you want to play browser in your browser then that's when the fee would come in that's how they're going to be making their money partly partly there's more to talk about here um the system will play locally on your computer for single player as i've already explained uh, there's a few corrections here uh corrections okay so achievements uh, the achievements are an upcoming feature. Now, you're probably seeing in the trailer for people that are listening rather than watching, you'll see every so often that when you're playing this, you actually have a webcam on the screen as well. Uh, and some of those people look like worms or they look like weird. They've got like weird um, filters on their faces. Um, and these are basically the unlockables. So the way you have like Xbox achievements and, 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 and other things, the more you play the games, you'll actually unlock filters that go on your face uh that are specific to that particular game he did show me some ones from games that i'm not allowed to talk about which obviously i'm not going to um but they're the very exciting ones obviously like i said i can't talk about them yet but um yeah that that's their achievement system you unlock filters for your face um and, uh, among other things among other things uh but i don't know what they are oh he calls them masks actually there you go rather than filters to play in multiplayer um so I said, is to play in multiplayer, it will be a monthly fee. He said, no correction. It is free. The fee is only if you want to bring your own game digitally, ROM or physical cartridge, which kind of goes what he said against that earlier. Okay, I need to check in on that. But um, yeah, the fee is when you play multiplayer as a sense. I need to look in on that. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it's like a, a bring bring your own game kind of thing by the sound of it. So, like, if you bring your own stuff in and you want to play it online, then you pay the you pay the money. Otherwise, yeah. it's free, um, which sounds about right to me. I'm not sure if that's uh, how it, how it works out from the what you got there. One of the exciting um, depends how you look at it, I suppose. One of the exciting announcements I've got here is that Sega uh, invest into something um, something called Makers Fund. So they're indirectly um, helping fund this, plus many, many others uh, and many other projects. Um, I believe that Parsec was part of that as well. Um, so that's how this is being funded leading up to the Kickstarter, um, partially at least. Um, another interesting fact is that Kenji, Kenji Matsu, Matsudara hope I'm saying that right. Kenji Matsubara, who was the former Sega president, is an official advisor working on this, uh, which is quite a big one. Um, uh, they have two engineers working on this. Uh, one is full-time and one is part-time. Um, and those two engineers actually worked, helped Sony build the PlayStation 2 emulator that went into the PlayStation 3. So that's quite a big one um here's something that no one was expecting you can actually see this on the screen right now and for people that, that are listening basically i'm looking at the actual pie reader the 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 the, the, uh, the additional add-on if you want to go that way this 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 was the most surprising thing and i don't really know if they're going to go down this route but apparently they are um it's going to have an nfc reader attached that will be included onto the Pi Packer system, and it's going to be used the same way that Amiibos are. Uh, you'll be able to buy characters from games. So, for instance, I mean, I'm seeing Micro Mages here. That's one of the games they have. Um, as an example, this is me guesstimating now. You'll buy figures or, or something, tokens or something that will be related to that particular game, and you'll be able to actually use that on the system itself, which will unlock, like I say, more of those masks and filters and little add-ons or whatever it may be. Um, yeah. So they're essentially bringing out their own line of amiibos. Oh no! I that that's the biggest like wow, really? Like that 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 seems like something someone would do quite far down the line. But we'll we'll get into opinions at the end. We'll get uh, into the pins. Yeah. <laughs> Micro mages and Xeno Crisis, according to this trailer, are exclusive. And I have spoken to them, and it's not the greatest wording because they're obviously not exclusive. Micro mages has been out for about. Um, it's been out for a while. I can't remember how long it's been out. But uh, Xeno Crisis, I physically own five times of five different systems because the company <laughs> keeps sending me different things. So it's Ooh. definitely not exclusive uh, to this particular uh, platform. What they uh, are, what they do mean by that is the fact that it's actually um, uh, a, a streaming exclusive. So basically, Xeno Crisis is not going to be coming out as a streaming game on any other platform that may uh, provide Netflixy type gaming services. Just, just want to just interject ever so slightly. We have uh, Benjamin from Pie Packer uh, here in the chat with us. Uh, so the base service. Oh wow! Hello, Benjamin. Yeah. The <laughs> base service is free, and you can play multiplayer for the sixty games that come with the service. To bring your own game digitally, you have to be a premium member and pay a fee. If you own a Pi Reader, you can bring your own game physically and don't need to pay any additional fee. There we that go. There we go. I think it was more me that was getting that confused. He explained that a few times and I was still getting it wrong. There we go. You got it straight from the horse's mouth right there. Um, here's something that's very, very exciting. Um, is the fact that this actually, 
so in my discussion I had with uh, Benjamin, which I didn't even realize was actually here as well. Hello, Benjamin. Um, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I get this wrong now. Thankfully, I'm at the end of my bullet points here. Um, so compared to other platforms that are doing the same thing, they, 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 they obviously, at the get-go, he's saying 60 games. That's obviously quite a lot less than what's on other similar platforms without saying any names. Um, but uh, as stated, they're, 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 they're pushing away from the, the home, console, uh, home computer market games that are in... There are potentially thousands of those on other platforms um but on top of that they're actually putting out their own games they're actually going to release their own games now the first game let me see if i can get a uh save an image and actually bring this over to the other screen i can officially announce on slopes cast is a game called let's bring it over i'll say that our scene lupin gentleman (laughs) bomber (laughs) um so basically um the way this is described is the piper will look to create their own retro uh style games eventually one game in development at the moment is a bomberman style game officially based um uh on the looping show it's based basically it's not on the 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 looping show is obviously popular on netflix at the moment this isn't based on that but it's based on the original uh looping stories by maurice leblanc um the show is based on the same book the popular netflix show that you may have seen is actually based on the same book and since it's an audio podcast here's an exclusive two songs of the game uh which i can play for you one moment so here's some music from that upcoming game uh i like the pixel art that's nice here we go So yeah, um, they're obviously trying to. F- <laughs> I'm talking over this music now. Uh, here we go. Let's bring this down a little bit. But basically, yeah, they're trying to. Um, uh, by my uh, my my, uh, <laughs> so I didn't realize Benjamin was actually watching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, there's a lot more ums and ahs now. Benjamin, will you pipe down? <laughs> um yeah so it's my understanding that they're they're, they're very much focused on creating um uh indie based games uh very uh, you know smaller based games and that's what some of the money is going to be going to um is actually creating their own games for this service and that's the first one a bomberman type game based on um i'm probably saying it wrong arsene lupin arsene lupin so yeah it's exciting stuff it's exciting stuff uh, small online multi-features, uh, multiplayer features will help enhance the experience, such as giving you the ability to zoom into one section of a four-player split screen. So, for instance, if you're playing, this will not be one of the games, but a four-player shoot 'em up like GoldenEye. Like I say, that will not be one of the games. I, I highly doubt that's going to be on there. But you would actually be able to zoom into one of the four corners for your screen, so it takes up the entire screen of yours. I think these are going to be things that are going to be released further down the line um, rather than straight away. Um, it's ex- exciting stuff being able to play around with all the little online multi-feature things i actually remember when i first got my lg 3d tv i bought these specific glasses that had both left in one art and one set and both right in one set so that when we put them on we would have the entire screen to ourselves when you play multiplayer games is quite impressive and seeing stuff like that for this is pretty cool it's pretty cool eyesight now sorry eyesight nowadays (laughs) yeah um you imagine like 
it's insane. Back in the day, you'd have to play split screen four player on a tiny little tub TV. And now you've got like these 65 inch or 75 inch massive HD TVs. And that's still not big enough for you because you want to stretch that corner to the entire <laughs> screen. Um, yeah. I'm not a lazy guy, so I can keep my, my eye on two screens at the same time right now. So it's, it's pretty... <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's that. And the only final thing, uh, to mention, which is going to be, uh, pretty good news, I suppose, for the, um, for the nerds out there Ooh, to there help eliminate the lag, they're going to be looking at using GGPO. Now, if I go back to, uh, the Wikipedia article of this, my insanely brief understanding of GGPO is, um, it's basically, it was created by and used heavily by the online fighting community. People that are playing things like, you know, some of the latest street fighter games, that sort of thing, people that want their, a near lagless experience. And this is what these guys are going to be trying to put forward, whether this is an instant thing or whether they're looking to put it in further down the line. Um, and, uh, but basically, uh, it, the center point where you would actually send your signals from your controller, it predicts what you're going to push, uh, on your controller and then only puts it in when it, when it sees your input come in. I don't know how that makes it faster, but apparently it does. And like I say, the, the hardcore fighting community use it as a preferred choice to play online fighting games. This is the same type of service they're going to be trying to use um, to speed this up. Um, now, let's all pretend that Benjamin's not here and <laughs> discuss what we think about this upcoming um, service. Because I have actually tried it. And uh, I don't know if Benjamin knows this, but I have tried it in multiplayer as well. <laughs> um, and... Um, I personally, playing single player games, I've had nothing but a good experience. There's a few little hiccups, but like I say, this is not ready for, um, uh, uh, ready to go yet. Like I say, the Kickstarter is coming, but they are incredibly minor. Um, uh, I've played with a few different people and it seemed to work. There was a few browser issues and stuff, but like I say, all minor things that obviously I, I would only assume are going to be ironed out by the time that this does uh, eventually drop. Um, the same as other services that I've used, it's hard to 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 be negative when it just works. Um, that's it. That's it. I wish I could show you guys. It's not ready to be shown yet. Um, but what you're seeing on the screen is how it plays. And um, it, the, the 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 biggest red flag to this would be if there was lag when playing, especially a game like Xeno Crisis, which is why I played it because you need pinpoint quick reactions. I personally have not noticed lag. Uh, playing that game and i know that game very very well so for that i will say good job um looking back through some of the notes there that i was going through um i know one of the what the nfc reader thing was a bit like i i find that such an unbelievable thing that they would add but if they do fair play um i can't imagine the market's going to be too big <laughs> for that you've got to buy the console <laughs> and then you buy the whatever they would be figurines chips whatever so i find that quite um a bizarre oh, add-on I, I was trying to work out what you were saying like what the hell that was because i was like uh, is that like an nft but like no no different? no <laughs> so you know <laughs> I mean, amiibos that you can get for the nintendo switch like those little 15 pound figurines <laughs> now i know what amiibo is yes yes yes, yes. i remember them being at, at, at um yeah whatever the excel center whatever that thing is yes yes yes, yes. so basically this 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 company are going to be doing the same thing Okay. Gonna be, they're going to be so if you do want to buy the console um which we don't know how much that's going to be yet at this point but mm -hmm. if you do buy the console 
then you can play around with these NFC things. Whether that works, I know you can play around with NFCs on your phone. Maybe they want to integrate it in that sense. This is me just spitballing now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you can do it, do things with that. But um, I mean, I see it as a positive and a negative because I find it like such a niche thing to go and do something like that. But at the yeah. same time, I'm so obsessed with Xeno Crisis. And if there's any kind of um, nfc figurine or like i say chip or whatever you can do because essentially the nfc part of it is you can get them on stickers there, there's there's not a lot to them like i've got a cereal box up there that works with my nintendo switch because there's a little bit on the back of the cars uh that works with a nintendo switch it actually works as, a, as an amiibo um it, that's true um <laughs> um so there's really little to it maybe they're going to sell them as discs who knows i don't even know if they know at this point but that's the most really you're doing that moment for mm. me um what what do, you, what do you think about this grizzly well there's a lot of pies to unpack here isn't there um check check the sort of jammies hanging over what he did. did you see what he did <laughs> yeah yeah um i've got to say i'm i'm a fan of this idea um i think that i feel like there's a bit of an approach that can be taken um just just something to suggest because i feel like the, the, the thing about the pie packer from what I've seen is it takes a bit of expl- explaining to do. And yes. I feel like they've got a great product, a, a great potential product here because I feel like there's some unseen benefits of this console hardware, like um, being able to play retro games on your PC with a native physical cartridge. You've essentially just created a capture device for Super Nintendo, Mega Drive and NES for your PC. That should be a sales pitch right there for a lot of uh, budding YouTubers, particularly it's, those um, streaming. Yeah, I, as as someone that's in like that's come from a marketing background before I've you know moved into YouTube, there's so many things that I see like. But then again, I'm looking at am I the niche? You know, I'm looking mm. at the fact like wow, playing yeah. my physical hardware with like you know fans of the show on Twitch live. Like I can literally pull off Sonic Two and play that like live with someone like that is whoa talk about that that is my selling point that is my selling point yeah if but yeah so go on i was gonna say the important thing about the the important thing to remember is the add-on is i mean i'm looking in the trailer there that was 40 odd seconds into the trailer before they even show the, the 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 console so that's very much not the, the the main focus of this product. The main focus of this product is the the the, the streaming service. Uh, but it's a mm. free streaming service. Um, that's the main that that's that's technically the main draw. But for someone like me, the most exciting part is that is that hardware. Yeah, and is is there a limit to what the what the service or the console itself recognizes as a game that you can play on Pi Packer? Is what I'd like to know the answer to. As in, what is other the- systems or? Yeah, so say for example, I had a. I know we're talking physically here, but you can get these. You can find these online as well, and own some of these online. And that's like Chinese multicarts, as an example. Like if ah, I wanted to go, yes. if I if I really wanted to go off piste and then um, really play like a really shonky hack of uh, Samari or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Really bad Sonic and Mario game for Super Nintendo. Could I play that theoretically on on this service? Because interesting, you open up that compatibility. I'm, I'm literally holding my Mega SD. My is essentially like an Evercade. Would that yeah. work? It, it, it's, it's a lot of questions that I don't even know if they would have the answers for. But it's um, yeah, it's that's, that's that's a lot to unpack. I mean, I, I I fully don't expect that to be the case. But 
from what I'm seeing here, there doesn't seem to be any forms of limitation being being put on things. And yeah, how would they get around that? Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, if it, he actually did say as well. Uh, I'm looking there. Um, uh, let me find it. If you brought your own ROM or cartridge, which makes me think that yes, you could throw your own ROMs in it. Does that then, mean you don't even need the console and you could throw the ROM into the actual service? That's, that's the way I'm reading it. Yeah. I mean, again, at the moment, guys, we are spitballing here. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, it's but then you've been out on the Beauty and the Beast style dome that's there uh, with the rose inside. Yeah. It's I a very, right. very peculiar looking console. Um, I don't know if that's the final design. Um, yeah. There's certain things I can't say really on that from what we talked about. But, um, uh, I don't know if that is the final design, but still, yeah, it's interesting. And I what like I will say, guys, I'm, I am going to be chatting more to uh, Benji, who's in the chat, thank you, uh, about this. I'm going to be doing a more in-depth, more clean cut, rather than off-the-cuff um, uh, discussion on this on Kickscammer News. So please do subscribe to the second channel, Extra Slope. I'm going to be uh, doing a big in-depth review of it. Uh, not review, sorry, uh, preview of it on there as well. Um Carry on, Smiley Dave. What, 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 what are you thinking, man? No, I think I think it's interesting. I think it's it's, it's interesting. They've gone with the uh, the Netflix Netflix style of uh, like business plan, where they've got like they're using other games to start off with, but have that they have like a forward vision of using their own games that they're going to create themselves and add to the service. I think that's interesting because, as, yeah, as so Miami, Miami Sunrise puts it, all of this slope gives me hope. <laughs> that's no. going on a t-shirt and soon that is um there's, 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 there's certain things i i there's a lot of things i don't understand about this as well like to the point where and again maybe i'll be finding more about this uh and, and these questions will be answered so that like i say keep an eye on the kick scammer news video that'll be coming up soon but the um w w what's the reward for kickstarter backers if it's free besides getting that hardware Maybe that is the reward. Maybe you could you can the, have the like hardware early. Dome. You can customize your dome that comes with the. With the <laughs> you love that dome. Just give me I the dome. That. I don't even need the rest of the console. Just the dome bit. Yeah, the the dome is what it's all about. I mean, that's Hale is all the time. Um, <laughs> I gotta say this this whole uh, NFC thing. It would be completely remiss of me considering I own pretty much every amiibo. I, I, I um, saw your game room earlier. Yeah, you got a lot of amiibos. <laughs> yeah. Um, it could be completely remiss of me if I just ignored that. So um, I can see how NFCs would work. I mean, if that is some sort of reward that could be given to Kickstarter backers or perhaps as a Piepacker Club member, like if you get like codes for new emotes or these 3D animations, you could totally just put those in on your phone or just if you have like a, a writable NFC tag. But what, I, of course, what does stops people from just writing their own? Um, so that is something you guys have to come up with. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, I don't yeah. think there's any way around it, really. Um, you can pirate Amiibos incredibly easy. I'm not trying, I'm not promoting it, but I'm just saying you can. And I don't think, I think pretty much everyone in here knows you can. Uh, if you want to buy an entire collection of cards that gives you every single Amiibo and Smash Brothers, it's like a tenner on AliExpress if you know where to look. It's just, it's there. Um, you go to conventions, gaming conventions, like stupid amounts of people have them. I just think that yeah go and get them if you really want but it's a, it's the same argument it's like why would i buy yeah. one of these when i could just emulate it it's just like well 
no, this is for people that actually want to, that you know, that aren't going to make that console. Why would I buy a Mega Drive Mini when I can emulate a Mega Drive? Or, all, all, I know is if, <laughs> all I know is if, if that, these are little figurines with NFC tags in them, um, I am an easy mark for such things. So <laughs> I am. And one thing I didn't mention, I, I just looked back through because like, I'm sure I didn't mention one of the points here. Here's one of the bullet points that I've for some reason skimmed past because um, he corrected it and I, I looked at it as something I couldn't say. Team 17, Codemasters, and Interplay are all interested in the product. Correction, they are already working with us and officially licensing us games. Um, so this isn't really new information for people that are interested in the retro scene. Like the Evercade have the same companies um, uh, produce, letting, letting them put carts onto their systems and stuff like that. Um, but um, this is where the good side of NSC is. I love Worms. I love like that Xeno Crisis. I love, I love, what else is there with the Team 17? Like the Earthworm Gym, they got the plate that, is there going to be an Earthworm Gym figurine coming out? NFC oh, figurine? Please, oh, please yeah. make it happen. Please. <laughs> is there going to be Worms figurines coming out like Xeno Crisis? Um, uh, Codemasters, we're going to see Micro Machines related stuff. Am I going to get a Violet Berlin? <laughs> um, <laughs> figurine, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, Just like include- these things are happening. Codemasters, that's Dizzy. Am I going to get a Dizzy one? Like, <laughs> you started it now, Ben. Look what you did. Like, <laughs> so that's the exciting part of it. Um, uh, but at the same time, like, this is a service that could do incredibly well. But how many people are honestly going to get that console as an add-on? Um, probably quite a small. I mean, I'm guessing quite a small minority of the people that would play this service. Um, so is there a market big enough to, 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 to mass produce Earthworm Jim you'd, you'd sell, but I don't know, loaded <laughs> figurines or something. What else is it? A Glover figurine. A Glover. Oh yeah. Actually. Bring, gl- bring back the Glover lover. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> Someone um, yeah. So, I mean, there, 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 there's definite exciting points here. There's, there's definite, um, uh, but at the moment, we don't know all the information, so we're guesstimating a lot of stuff here. But, you know, thankfully, Benjamin was kind enough to, to at least give us um, some behind-the-scenes information to be able to, to share with you guys today. Um, Michael Towns is in love with Glover. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, exciting stuff. I was my, my name in my teens at school, so that was, uh, that's, that, that, that was a little close to home. So thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for bringing up that, opening that wound. I was a chubby kid. I get it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's get that PTSD. Get that man a dome. Cheer him up. Yeah. Get me get a man a dome. I want, I want a special dome. <laughs> Does the uh, the dome is strange? Like, it doesn't look like the dome's needed. But is that is that how um you like for instance when I want to change a game on a Mega SD I have to click the side of the cartridge but with the dome on I'm not going to be able to touch it. I don't know. Um, is is Sonic Free and Knuckles gonna fit under the dome with my Game Genie underneath that. Um, <laughs> maybe we're going a bit too Tune far. Tune in on that. the next episode of the Slopescast to find out. Watch <laughs> twenty one. Yeah. Is um, am I gonna be able to put my thirty two X on top of the Mega Drive com- the adapter? <laughs> That'd be interesting. Um, all I can say is I'm quite excited for it. I, I'm, I'm look. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the Kickstarter like kicks off and and kickstarts, if you will. Um, 
I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the the actual hardware can do because that that's ultimately where I'm a fan of retro games as well as playing the games themselves. Mm-hmm. I love seeing the exclusive games. Micromages looks cool. Um, uh, Micromages, like I say, these are these are exclusive streaming games. You can play Micromages already. It is a good game. Um, I, mm. I personally haven't played it, but looking at reviews, it's got nothing but them. It's uh, yeah, a very positively reviewed game. Xeno Crisis is unbelievable. Like that game came out twenty years ago on the Mega Drive. It would be in every single person's top three games for the system, guaranteed. It's a beautifully good game. Everything about that game, the music, everything is one of the greatest games ever made uh, for that system. Um, uh, great soundtrack as well, uh, which I want to get on vinyl very soon. Um, yeah, I'm just looking like, forward to another legit way to play cartridge games on another format. I mean, more use I can get out of these things, these dust collectors, the better. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and it's very exciting for me, like I say, to be able to... This is a selling point for me, being able to play these games. Like, I don't know if something like... Um, I mean, they've they've got the the authority here with Codemasters, so maybe they'll just get a four player version of Code uh, uh, Micro Machines working. But I don't know how the cartridge would work because that's obviously a very weird cartridge, the, the Micro Machines cartridge. But if I can, if I'm able to play with my fans um, that watch the show, uh, something like a four player version. Actually, there is a 32 player version of um, tournament mode. I think it's 32, even 64 maybe version of Micro Machines with Micro Machines Turbo tournament two i believe um because it was designed for you would have a micro machines birthday party like it come with little slips and stuff doing that live on twitch this is where the big selling point is for me as a as a as a twitch streamer youtuber whatever being able to play these things on a streaming service Mm. like um yeah it's very exciting it's very exciting have to share the screen have 64 squares on there with all that's not how micro machines works But, ultimate uh, ultimate test to do the uh the mega bomberman um match with like 64 players that you can do on saturn if we ever get to saturn on the on the pie reader yeah yeah who knows who knows but the uh like i say we've got their own little bomberman styled game coming out the looping one so yeah right. it's all very exciting it's all very exciting stuff but uh i suppose we'll um end it here and if you are listening maybe we'll end it right here with some music some exclusive music from that upcoming game that they're working on which you'll be able to listen to right now and for everyone watching well you're just gonna have to go and find me on spotify aren't you Thanks for listening to Slopes Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch on the 30th of March 2021. If you want to listen in live, then head on over to twitch.tv forward slash Slopes Game Room at 9pm UK time and 1pm Pacific Standard Time every single Tuesday. And as stated, if you would like to be on a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And finally, if you have any news stories for me, then feel free free to drop them in the dedicated rooms on discord at discord.gg forward slash slopes game room and until next time guys this is dj slopes signing out and hopefully i'll see you all next time